from uh, Brother and Sister Walls' uh, living room. And uh, uh, with the coronavirus and the danger that it entails to our people, we're not having services in our sanctuary right now. And uh, But the, the word of the Lord needs to go forth and we need to hear from heaven, do we not? Yes. yes. And uh, we are in such critical hours and fearful times. And uh, the Bible tells us in Matthew 24, the disciples uh, came to Jesus and they asked him, said, Lord, when shall these things be? And what is going to be the sign of your coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus said, number one thing, take heed, let no man deceive you. But then in verse 7, he said, nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines. Uh, and if you notice uh, that the, the uh, across the Middle East, there are those locusts that are sweeping across and eating everything in its path right now. Right now, today, it's going on. Then, so there's famines. It's going to create famine and pestilence. And this coronavirus is a pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. You know, we had a major earthquake in Salt Lake City, Utah this week. So it makes us to know that there are, we are in very critical hours right. and we need to find the Lord Jesus Christ yes. in a great way. And uh, I want to uh, share a scripture with you from Isaiah, the ninth chapter, beginning at verse 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. Yes. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. You know, we live in a land of the shadow of death. One of our parishioners, uh, their neighbor is a doctor, and he said uh, uh, that what they were showing them in the studies that they're showing that everybody in America will eventually get this coronavirus. So it's, it's imperative to us that the scripture declares, prepare to meet thy God. Right. So it's very important that we be ready. Yes. And so we are living in the land of the shadow of death. But thanks be to God, oh, yeah. there is a light that has shined upon yes. us. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. So those of you who are afraid tonight, I offer to you the Prince of Peace. He is the absolute Son of God, and he is the author of eternal salvation. The Bible said of the increase of his government, and peace there shall be no end right. upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom uh, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of the hosts will perform this. Yeah. I want to talk to you tonight about there the, the great light has shined on the shadow of death. Yeah. Amen. Are you listening to me? The great light has shined upon the shadow of death. People that are sitting in darkness and fear tonight, we can see the great light. Those that dwell in the shadow of death, we can have that great light to shine upon us. Yes. And the Bible tells us in Genesis 1, verse 1, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. 
I want you to know your life without Jesus Christ is without form. It is void. It is dark. There's no hope for you. But I want you to notice the last half of that verse. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The thing that makes a change in all of our lives is when the Spirit of God moves upon us, moves in our lives. And so the Bible said, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And then the Bible said, and God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Verse 5, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Verse 16, God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. I want you to know that if you want to have hope, in this evil hour, this hour of disease and pestilence and fear and death, there is one hope that we can have tonight, and it is through the great light that God has shined upon our path, even through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So we understand that God said, let there be light, and God saw the light that it was good, and God called the light day. God said there, this light is divinely produced it is a product of his infinite creative ability. Oh, and if you will allow Jesus Christ, he will produce his great light in your life and totally change you and transform you. And then God saw that the light, it was divinely approved. It was good. His infinite perfection makes things that are good. Thank be, thanks be to God. We can have those good things that come to him. And then God called the light, what did he call it? He called it day. It is divinely proportioned. His power rules over the universe. His infinite creative ability, his infinite perfection, and his infinite power rules over us all. And so it's imperative tonight that we recognize him as Lord and Savior and soon coming King. Oh, yes. Now, Isaiah, the Bible said in 45 and 7, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. So we must understand, God is absolutely infinite in his creative ability. Yeah. He's infinite in his perfection, and he yeah. is infinite in his power to rule over the entire universe. Oh, yes. The sooner we recognize that, our lives will be much more happy and pleasing. The Bible said in Ezekiel 14, 21, Thus saith the Lord God, when I send my four sore judgments, God said, I will send my four, four sore judgments. The sword, the famine, the noisome beast, and the pestilence to cut off man and beast. There shall be left at remnant both sons and daughters, and they shall come unto you, and you shall see their way and your doings, and you shall be comforted concerning the evil that I brought upon you. Yes. Understand? So he is telling us that there are coming those judgments, the sword, the famine, yes. the noisome beast, the pestilence. Men are going to die. But he said, I have come to comfort you. They shall comfort you when you shall see their ways and their doings, and you shall know that I have not done without cause all that I have done in it, saith the Lord God. You understand the reason of pestilence and judgment is because of sin. 
Right. We have become America and the world. We've become an exceedingly sinful people. And the Bible said in the, in the Psalm 7 and 8, the Lord shall judge the people. Yeah. Then David says, Lord, judge me. And then in verse 11, God judgeth the righteous and God is angry with the wicked every day. And so when you live in sin, you must understand one thing, that God is angry with you. And But the, the scripture tells us, you know, God is not some big behemoth up there ready to strike us dead. The Bible tells us in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, but is long-suffering to usward, yes. not willing that any should perish, right. but that all should come to repentance. Right. So God is angry with the wicked every day, yes. but His mercy is outstretched to us. If we will acknowledge Jesus Christ and confess our sins, then He will save us and forgive us. Yes. And it is, it's a wonderful plan of salvation. We must, all we have to do is acknowledge and confess, and He will forgive. The Bible tells us in Amos, the third chapter, verse 3, can two walk together except they be agreed? And so if we want to walk with God, we must agree with Him. He is righteous and He is holy and He will not entertain sin and He will not allow sin to enter into His kingdom. Right. And so there is why He is angry with the wicked and so if we will confess our sins, then He will help us. Yeah. And so here... So that will a lion roar in the forest when he hath no prey? Will a young lion cry out of his den if he has taken nothing? Can a bird fall in a snare upon the earth where there is no track for him? Shall a trumpet be blown in the city and the people not be afraid? You understand, our president and our governors are sounding the trumpet all across this land. Right. Listen, shall a trumpet be blown in the city, and the people not be afraid. Shall there be evil in a city, and the Lord hath not done it? You understand, the Lord has allowed this to happen. This, this trumpet of judgment has blown over our land. Right. My, it's a fearful thing. And so the Bible said, I want you to get this, Amos 3 and 7, Surely the Lord will do nothing but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. We have the inside track on this thing, folks. If we confess and live for him, Jesus Christ will take us out of this sinful world into his wonderful place of abode. Surely the Lord will do nothing, but he reveals his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. The lion has roared. Who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken. So I understand that this pestilence, this coronavirus, is a judgment upon the great wickedness and sin that is in our land. And so the Bible tells us, when we read this, I thought I read to you in Isaiah 9 and 2, Matthew 4 and 12, when Jesus heard that John was put in prison, he departed into Galilee. And he left Nazareth, and he came to Capernaum, which is upon the seacoast by the borders of Zebulun and Nathalem, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Nathalem, by the way of the sea beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness saw great light. Yes. I want you to know tonight, America, 
wherever you are in this land and around the world, if you are sitting in darkness and fear and anguish tonight, you can see the great light. And for them which sit in the region of the shadow of death, life is sprung up. Jesus Christ has come to seek and to save that which is lost. And you can be born again. You can receive Jesus Christ right now. Wherever you are, you can be born again. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to, and to say, Repent! For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Can I say the words of Jesus to you tonight? You need to repent right now. Confess your sin because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The Bible tells us in Acts the 22nd chapter verse 3. We have an example of a person like this. Paul said, I am a Jew. I was born in Tarsus and Cilicia. I was brought up in Jerusalem at the feet of Gamaliel. I was taught the perfect manner of the law. I was zealous toward God. And I persecuted this way, the way of Jesus Christ, unto death. I was binding people and delivering them to prisons. I bound men and I even bound women and put them in prison. And I received letters from the high priests and the elders unto their brother and went to Damascus to bring them which were bound unto Jerusalem and for to be punished. And he said in verse 6, As I made my journey, which was nigh unto Damascus about noon, suddenly there shone from heaven a great light round about me. Oh, if you in your journey, whether you're near Damascus, wherever your Damascus road may be tonight, you may be on the highway. You may be in the back. It doesn't matter. What it is important, if you will lift up your eyes into the great light of Jesus Christ and receive Him into your heart and confess your sin, He will forgive you of your sins. The Bible said in Isaiah 60 and 19, The sun shall no more thy light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee, but the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light. And thy God, thy glory. Isn't it wonderful to know that we can have the everlasting light of Jesus Christ to shine in our life? It will take care of us today, tomorrow, next month, next year, in death, in sorrow, wherever it is, whatever comes your way, you can be shielded by the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ and He will lighten your pathway and He will lift you up above the sin and the degradation and the sorrow that you're facing today and He will give you His everlasting love. So, the Scripture tells us, Thy Son shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. For the Lord shall be thine everlasting light. Jesus Christ wants to be your everlasting light. He loves you with an everlasting love. He is not willing that any should perish. I read that to you from 2 Peter. He's long-suffering. He's not willing that any should perish. All you have to do is come to Him and repent. And when we do that, the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, If we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. And if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, 
He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh, it's wonderful tonight to know that we have the great light. The eternal Son of God that has shined. He shined upon Saul of Tarsus pathway and he will shine upon your pathway tonight if you will open your heart's door and let him come in. That's right. So, the scripture declares to us in Romans 15, 9, the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. For this cause, I will confess to thee. So I want you to understand, we confess. And I'll turn to the scriptures in 2 Chronicles chapter 7. As we come to a close, 2 Chronicles chapter 7, the Bible said, the Lord appeared to Solomon. And he said, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour land, that is what is happening in Africa right tonight. And if I send pestilence among my people, verse 14 of chapter 7 of 2 Chronicles, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Oh, how we need our land to be healed this night. Oh, and he said in verse 15, Now mine eyes shall be open, mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. So I want you to understand, if you right now Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father, yes. making intercession for us according to the will of God. Right. And if you will call out to Him, Jesus Christ's yes. ear is attent. He is waiting to hear you confess Him, and He will forgive you. The great light has shone on the shadow of death. You won't have to fear death. You won't have to fear hell. You won't have to fear the coronavirus. You won't have to fear anything because Jesus Christ has fixed the way to where you can have life and have it more abundantly. Let us bow our heads for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy that is offered to us through Jesus Christ. I pray that you would deal with us, Lord, uh, in America, across this land, wherever people would be tonight. I pray that our people would understand that this coronavirus is a pestilence. It is a judgment. And oh God, the only hope or help for America is if we will confess our sin, turn from our wicked ways, and then the Lord will hear from heaven and will heal our land. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. I've asked them to sing just as I am. All you have to do tonight, you don't have to do a whole lot of things. You cannot change yourself. You cannot save yourself. You cannot deliver yourself. All you have to do is kneel down right where you are. If you're driving, just bow your head and humble your heart and keep your eye on the road and recognize that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. 
No man comes unto the Father but through and by Jesus Christ. Right. But he said if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I pray that you will give your heart to the Lord even right now. In Jesus' name, sing children. Thank you.